When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about Putin's meeting with his council. Um, so Western media, let's start with this. Western media is making a pretty big deal out of the idea that they believed that it was live. But they could tell by uh, one of the watches in the room that it was recorded hours before. I have yet to see anything from the Russians claiming that it was live. It gave that impression, but I don't know that this is as big a deal as people are making it out to be. It was recorded ahead of time. Okay, big deal. What was the meeting? General tone was that it was Putin meeting with his trusted advisors, all of whom do whatever he says. Let's be clear about that. Um... In it, Putin gets to cast himself as the reasonable one, seeking counsel. And all of his advisors basically tell him, hey, you know what, you should recognize these breakaway regions of Ukraine as, as countries. You should, you should do that. That's the thing. And he says, okay, well, I'll make a decision. That's basically the meeting. Um I would point out that I'd be willing to bet the decision was made before the meeting and the the video that is going to announce his decision has also probably already been recorded. <laughs> um, that didn't really strike me as if there was any deliberation going on. Right? The tone suggests that Putin will recognize these contested areas as independent countries. Okay, so if that happens, what are the options? Option one would be for Putin to be like, you know what, this force, it's not an invasion force. It's just here to stabilize and secure these new countries that are under the threat of Western aggression. And that's how he'll frame it. So he can either leave them where they're at as kind of a, a warning, or he can move them into the, these new countries that he has recognized. Right? Once they're moved in, he has the option of either actually attempting to just stabilize them or waiting for the first provocation to, uh, to invade Ukraine and doing it. Those are kind of the options there. It gives them a really good pretext. We're trying to save this new country. Makes them look like the good guy at home, right? Um, the alternative to that would be attempting to secure it in a defensive situation, which is not, that's not Russian doctrine. That's, that's not how they roll. It's not impossible, but that doesn't go along with their normal way of doing things. Um, now I do, I still have one person 
who is has a pretty good track record of predicting Putin that says Putin is looking for an off-ramp. This whole thing was designed to do one thing, and it failed. And so now he, he's in this position, but he doesn't want to be embarrassed, but he's still looking for a way to avoid a full confrontation. And this person does have a really good track record going back years uh, of predicting what Putin's going to do. So I don't want to dismiss it. At the same time, there are a whole lot of pieces in play that suggest it has gone further than just an attempt to sow discord between Ukraine and NATO. Um, if I was in an area that was near one of the contested regions, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with, well, you know, this guy says that, that Putin's probably looking for a way out. Um, there's also a part of me that thinks that Putin may believe this is his way out. Recognizing the republics and not going further, recognizing these new countries and, and not committing to a full invasion of Ukraine might actually be his way out. If that is what he does, and if it's successful, I would expect that to become part of Russian foreign policy. I would expect from that point forward, if it works, for them to attempt to chip off sections of countries near their borders. If they can't flip current states away from NATO, if they can't pull them away, you got to create that buffer zone somehow in Putin's mind. You have to create those buffer countries. So you literally just create them. You chip them off from existing nations, and then you have that buffer zone. The thing about it is that that's... Uh, Putin may be attempting to win the next perceived war by preparing for the last. All major powers today have really good ability to project their force. Buffer zones don't really matter as much anymore, and they haven't in a really long time, but they were established talking points. And we talk about how in foreign policy, once something gets established, you know, the talking points, the politicians get involved, and it, um, it tends to stay around a lot longer than it needs to. The reality is that what's the difference between having missiles right up against your border and having them on a sub? Two minutes? It doesn't... Realistically, in the actual outcome, if things were to go bad, it doesn't make a difference. This is a, a tactic from a period that when you had to physically show up somewhere by, by marching there or tanks, um, it, it's a holdover from that. It, it, today, it doesn't really matter that much. Um, but that doesn't appear to be the way Russian state security sees it. So the options. He recognizes the republics, recognizes these new countries. That, to me, based on that meeting, that's a that's going to happen. Um, 
it seems unlikely that Putin staged this whole thing just to come out and say, oh, well, I'm not going to recognize him, unless he plans on completely revamping his government and getting rid of a whole lot of people who just gave him advice. Um, because he would be directly going against the consensus in the room. So he recognizes the republics, and then he either moves in in an attempt to protect them, or he uses any provocation whatsoever, or manufactures one, to go ahead and invade Ukraine. Those two are options. And then the third one is he sits tight and hopes that hopes that Ukraine is just like fine and doesn't attempt to secure these these breakaway regions that are historically part of their country. Um, which he's going to do, I don't I don't think anybody has a clue yet except for him. In fact, I'm I don't think people in that room at that meeting really know what he's about to do. I think he might be the only one um, who has a clear picture on his plan. So, anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.